You're a real piece of work, you know that, Mr. Mulder? Why is that? Because I don't think the way you think? Because I won't just sit passively back and watch the family tragedy unfold? You're the reason for it. Condensed True, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week we have a new guest uh, for mythology, actually. <laughs> Rocio, welcome. welcome. Hey, thanks. So what's your, uh, I think you've seen the entire show, correct? I believe I've seen, I've seen most of it. I've definitely okay, that's seen fine. <laughs> like one to seven and then like... Mm-hmm. Some episodes of the following seasons. Um, I tried to watch the revival and I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Same. (laughs) Yeah, I I am a season 11 defender, Mm. but also it's skippable. It's just like before I was like season 7 is the horniest season of the X-Files. And then I watched (laughs) season 11. I was like, no, this is the horniest episode. (laughs) Like this is the horniest season of the Mm X-Files. Shelby knows but, this, but I watched the first episode of the revival and then I was like, nah, I can't. Okay. Like that is just setting yourself up for failure watching one that was written by Chris Carter. <laughs> I right. know. I hate him. Yeah. You need to ignore the mythology completely. Anything he writes in the revival, skip, 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 this skip. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would it continue? He like He's consistent with how bad he is at writing mythology. <laughs> I thought the mythology couldn't get worse, and then the revival happened. I was like, oh, it oh, could have been so much worse. <laughs> it's like, sure oh, could. boy, this is, this really is insults me mm. at, like, uh, <laughs> you a basic level. <laughs> anyway, we are talking about the season five premiere, Redux and Redux Part 2. Redux aired November 2nd, 1997, kind of a late premiere. Um, it's because they had Fox had the baseball playoffs, which they always do. So I'm under, I don't understand why like it stopped it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlins won. The Marlins beat the uh, then Cleveland Indians, now Cleveland Guardians, which, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't really watching baseball at that time. But, uh, yeah. Written by Chris Carter, directed by Bob Goodwin. The usual, you know, premiere people. And the plot is, we find out Mulder killed a man who was spying on him, hence the dead body. He asks Scully to lie for him, and he uses the badge to get into the Pentagon to find the cure for Scully's cancer. Scully does some science to find out the ice core cell virus DNA is in her body. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Redux is, like, clearly the weaker episode of the two. <laughs> yeah. So we open, and it says 24 hours earlier. Uh-huh. Like, the episode just started. <laughs> like... I feel like... Like, what is he talking about? Who knows? I feel like most of Redux is actually just Gethsemane. Like... Yeah. <laughs> It's three yeah, parts yeah. of the same thing. <laughs> We've already watched this. Yeah. Um, in uh, Monsters of the Week, Zach kind of posited that, like, 
I feel like the reason these episodes are so repetitive could be chalked up to like multiple things. He thinks it's because like they had already filmed the movie, so they really can't deviate too much of the mythology because they have the movie <laughs> already finished and like ready to go. So season five has to work a very specific way, which like these people don't write these episodes quick, like early enough for <laughs> them not to just get muddled mm. later. You know what I mean? But then I also think it's like partially a, you know, a relic of network TV at the time. You know, the people couldn't rewatch Gethsemane before right. it aired. So there was a certain amount of like recapping you had to do. Be, but I also feel like they went overboard. Right. Yeah. And also, um, <laughs> I think they pulled in a lot of new viewers. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the show, but like the amount of recapping in these two hours alone is just like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> right. Honestly, Chris is so lucky he filled this like chock full of like MSR angst because I would not stick around other. <laughs> I could completely agree. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, <laughs> and also I think it's like intellectually impossible to like put the Gethsemane Redux like timeline in order because it's so <laughs> completely mangled. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. But we do find out like the dead body was Mulder uh finding out someone was spying on him above his apartments. That there there's just not there's just like a pinhole he could see. Like what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> That's some poor craft. Yeah. <laughs> in the nineties they didn't have those like pinprick cameras. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we get a return of Cry Mulder. Love, love that yeah. bitch. Yeah. Oh, and it's that's the moment where we get the um, like the inner monologue juxtaposed with the ugly crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. wow, yes, yes. shows don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is where that crying Mulder meme is from. Like the one that everyone posts, and it's just like the single tear <laughs> below the TV. It's it's Visine dripping down David Duchovny's face. <laughs> yeah and it's funny because at the end of Gethsemane he's like I don't believe y'all like the aliens are real and they are my Mm. friends and I am gonna go (laughs) hang out with them and then we open a redux he's like I've been lying to the entire time (laughs) Mm -hmm. it took him approximately 10 minutes to be converted to what Scully and (laughs) Critch Gal were telling Yeah, he's like oh actually my wife is right (laughs) (laughs) He's usually right, yeah. Yeah, and we get Mulder's Disbeliever era, which I do kind of (laughs) like. So that's that's fun. Uh Uh (laughs) And Critchgow and Mulder have a conversation where Mulder is so unhelpful, mostly yelling, Mm -hmm. not answering any questions, (laughs) not listening, very Mulder. And then he, like, sees the guy, sees that he's being Mm -hmm. surveilled, and goes, kills the guy. I do like how they set the scene up of, like, we see the camera, which is... The the TV, which is, like, so green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the footage is so green. It's like a night cam or something. <laughs> night vision. And so we just see the camera, then suddenly we hear a bang, and Mulder runs into the room, and it's it's super cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bob Goodwin. <laughs> you get the credits, no new tagline. We're then with Scully, and she returns home at 1224 a.m., what has she been doing all and this time? I guess she's... <laughs> yeah, I guess this is her coming back from the warehouse. Oh. 
But it, it is, again, like, why did y'all structure these, like, three episodes so confusingly? Yeah, and by right. y'all, I mean Chris Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she goes to, like, take off her shirt, and Mulder is, like, lurking in her mm-hmm. bedroom. Why her bedroom above all When rooms? I watched that scene, I immediately went, like, okay, Laura's gonna hate this. It's, like, boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, like, yeah, very creepy. <laughs> creepy Mulder. <laughs> I love, like, you know that meme where it's, like, that hot, like, the handsome guy saying something and then, like, a nerdy-looking guy say the same thing and the woman says, like, hello, human resources? Yeah. It's, like, a very incel meme of, like, yeah. you know, hot guys get to... And I was just, like, this is that meme because, I like, anybody else <laughs> saying that to Scully, I'd be, like, she, she she's legally allowed to kill them right, right. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but Mulder, I'm, like, oh, my God, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely creepy molar yeah <laughs> it still is a bit creepy but it is like but she's got very she's funny got, and um, like... loving molder disease so we can't really blame her <laughs> right yes bitch i got it too it must be contagious <laughs> poor woman <laughs> it's incurable <laughs> he catches her up on what he's been doing in like the past hour, I guess. <laughs> it's like, anyway, I did kill a man. He is in my room. I need you to tell them that it's me. Mm-hmm. Can you do that for sure. me? She's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to ask right after they just had a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, this does mean that the DOD has like hours of molar jacking off. <laughs> You know? Ew. Of course it does. <laughs> I just want. I just want that on record. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the guy was a DOD employee, Scott Osselhoff, and I love Scully's. Like, well, did you tell him at the bureau? He's like, no. <laughs> like, have you not been keeping score? Like, no, I cannot go to them. It's she's so naive. Some times it's very mm. funny, <laughs> but. He does find a crucial clue in that there's phone records that connect the guy who was spying on him to the FBI. Specifically, Scully finds out Mm -hmm. an executive at the FBI. Also, I did write down this line that Mulder said, uh, a lie to find the truth. And I was like, Chris Carter is feeling himself right now. You know what I mean? He's just like... He's just like, this is a a fire line. I'm including this. Yeah, let's do every variation of believe the lies that we can possibly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Right. yeah yeah i like this these like soliloquies he put in these oh episodes not his best work i no. did to a lot of them out i yeah kind it of was, it's just out. not oh it's not good writing i i don't know like did he just not have the actors long enough that he just like needed to bridge a lot of plot by having them just tell us what's going on like, like the soliloquy itself is poorly written and then i think also the fact that like david Duchovny does most of them especially mm. in the first half and is just like really not given a performance <laughs> yeah. also just makes it really flat yeah. like yeah it yeah. sounds like he's just reading straight off of a piece of paper because he is <laughs> yeah he's like shows up to the recording room irritated and she's like okay what do i need to read exactly yeah i felt like the writing in, in both episodes was pretty flat in terms of like how they chose to stage a lot of the scenes and how they chose to give us yeah. a lot of information 
like three times over that we already know <laughs> instead of giving us some exactly. other information that we might be interested in. Yeah, like ha- half of this episode like legitimately felt like a clip episode or something. It, it, it kind of is. It's like, why tell us anything whenever they could just tell us nothing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, believe the lie, Laura. Believe the lie. <laughs> Make it a more convincing lie, Chris Carter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And there were so many points were in my notes where I almost wrote, like, we've caught up to Gethsemane. And then I realized, like, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> like, we kind of, like, we've, we've filled in scenes that we're missing. But, like, we're still retreading the same timeline. Well, you know. Because it, we have Scully ID in the body. The episode is called Redux. I mean, maybe that's why <laughs> I was expecting it to not be just <laughs> right. a rehashing of the previous episode. Fair enough. That's such a good mm. point. But. Now we see that after Scully IDs the body, she goes to leave and she can, she gets confronted by Skinner. And I did really like this oh, scene because yeah. Skinner can absolutely, absolutely know she's he is lying, not buying that tip but like for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's just like, "I'm sorry about your loss," and he's just like, "I know he's not dead." <laughs> oh yeah. It's <laughs> so, like first of all, like you would be a crying heap. No offense, woman, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she is not nearly upset enough. Uh-huh. I feel like Skinner would also if he thought that Mulder was actually dead would also insist on seeing the body because it's like kind of his like chaotic son in a way yeah 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 Yeah. and he even was like was a shotgun shot to the face like how did you ID the body and she was just like oh he's wearing the same clothes (laughs) I saw him earlier (laughs) (laughs) yeah Eddie's just like they're they're hmm. fancy beauty. <laughs> okay. No one else has them. <laughs> yeah, exclusive. Exclusive molder fits. Scully is called into Blevin's office, which wow, what a throwback to the pilot. Oh yeah, baby. Right. Which they also had to include the pilot footage like in later. Like, no, no, no. Like just just give me the hint. I don't need to like you don't need to draw these like lines out for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they basically say they know that Critchgow is the one that told her about all that stuff. And she's like, okay, yeah, I guess if you know his name already, yeah, it was him. <laughs> and then we have Mulder using the ID of the dead guy to go to the Department of Defense. <laughs> and he runs into Critchgow. And Critchgow is like, oh, do I have a, a tail to weave? So he's like, okay, you can actually go into this like highly secret part so you should absolutely do that and go see if scully's cure is and you know if you're there like why don't you find my son's cure too and Mulder's like okay sure (laughs) so Mulder is off to find the cure for scully's cancer and that's also a bit of a throwback because he goes into the pentagon in the same door that we Mm -hmm. saw cigarette smoking man go through in the pilot when he goes to put the implant back which Mm -hmm. is like lots of like little throwbacks in this episode and i did really like that yeah I like to be pandered to that way, you know? <laughs> nice little sprinklings yeah. of it is good. You the know? original Easter egg. Yeah. It's like, this is where Vince Gilligan got that impulse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Cigarette Smoking Man goes to, like, lurk in Mulder's <laughs> apartment. And, like, he just, like, knows his son isn't dead. He's just like, I know my boy wouldn't go out like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he dies, it's going to be everyone's problem. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, he's kind of like, there's no way Mulder would be dead without me killing him. 
Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's my son. We're way too stubborn to just <laughs> die. die <like> that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But is that the scene where he is crying over a photo of the young Mulders, or is that later? I feel like it's mixed up because it felt repetitive in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think this is the scene where he has that like single tear oh. shed because I also like I remembered that when he looks at that picture is when he gets shot. Mm. And so I thought that like he was going to get shot in that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, And then he didn't. So okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because that, I was just like, not realistic. <laughs> like we've never seen a character <laughs> move before. Why all of a sudden he doesn't he have gives emotions. It's like, anyway. <laughs> They're like laid it on thick that like he is Mulder's dad. You know, like they haven't explicitly said it, but like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I did think that everyone's acting was markedly better in the second half. Uh, in the mm-hmm. second half, I actually believed uh, W.B. Davis. Is that his name? Um, when, mm-hmm. Yeah, William, William yeah. Davis. It, I felt that he was m- much more believable. And I, I felt that. David and Jillian also did a much, much better job in the second half. I don't know. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is also when Cigarettes Pokemon realizes they've been surveilling his son without telling him, <laughs> which he's very irritated about. Right. Like, that's the part that he's more annoyed by than anything else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please ask for Look his how they massacred my boy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then we have Holly from Pusher back. Uh, I was really excited to see her again. And uh, this is when Scully realizes the phone calls were going to an executive, but they can't nail down mm-hmm. who. Mm-hmm. But she thinks it's Skinner, which I think is very interesting. That is interesting. Because that's because, kind of like, more of Mulder's move than, yeah. it, is, than it is Scully's. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been like... At the like in the very beginning, I feel like it was more common of like we don't know if Skinner is good or bad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now we're very staunchy. Like mm. he is good. He is trying mm-hmm. to help them. He is like the only person trying to help them right. sometimes. <laughs> so I don't totally buy like Scully's leap to Skinner. Mm-hmm. But I will. I will excuse mm. her. She does. She does have cancer and she is dying. So you know right. what? If she wants to blame him, it's mm. fine. It's like they don't really get into this, but I could write it off on like chemo brain. You know. Yeah, 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 like in that very just like paranoid, like the per- the people close to me, because like she does learn like this cancer was given to her, right? And she's just trying to find someone Someone's responsible. Blame, yeah. mm-hmm. The easiest person to put that at the feet of is Skinner, right? I just read my note and I was like, "What was I talking about?" And then I realized it was like Critchow's speech because oh I thought the government has our DNA or whatever. I wrote <laughs> Literally down, do not care. I wrote down the business of America's war. I wrote that as like, well. Yeah. Which is true. And I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I wish a more skilled writer was like trying to do something with mm, these concepts. Mm. Yeah, it's like, duh. It's like, you're right, but like you were just yelling at us at right. this point. Like, yeah. yeah. What kind of storytelling method is this? It's like, it's like he's right, obviously, but like there's no nuance to it. It's just like the business of America's war. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else knows that. The whole setup of that scene, if I'm not mistaken, it's just Mulder and this guy walking through the DOD, opening and closing doors. No one's interacting with them. No one's asking them where they're going. They're not seeing anything in particular. Mm -hmm. They're just walking and he's reciting facts about American history. (laughs) We went to Vietnam. We went to Korea, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? what is this? Who wrote this? Yeah, and... And then, like, 
stock footage of like do I do yeah. now? <laughs> so like Gulf like, War and like this episode has just such severe padding. It's unreal. <laughs> it's like it almost tries to get into like Kritschgau saying that his son came back from the Gulf War sick or whatever. Like it almost tries to get into something yeah like real, but then like doesn't. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like we know that Mulder um, is someone who spends a lot of time doing the 90s equivalent of going down Wikipedia rabbit holes. So he would right. know all of this. And also he's yeah. an educated man. He would know all of this. The audience, I'm assuming an American audience would know most of that. So I'm just like, what is mm-hmm. the purpose yeah. of this entire montage? Um, like, uh, And if you must do it, can you not do it in a way that is more interesting because mm-hmm. we know how interesting the show can get so we know they can mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah yeah i agree yeah there was one part that i was like i had like a few quibbles with some of it one he says like about the atomic bomb like no one dared drop the bomb <laughs> but like uh, that's like obviously the u.s did um, drop mm-hmm. it but even after that like they they talked about dropping it in Korea. Like they had like some plans like to do it. That made and, me like, so to, mad. <laughs> and it, so it's just like like I don't think that's was what was stopping them. Like I think they just knew it was unpopular. I don't think they actually cared about the morality. They just no. knew that like mm-hmm. it was not received well when like they saw all the vi- like he was right about the like people saw what the horrors of the atomic bomb and were horrified. And like the atomic bomb like in the fifties, like wasn't that popular. Like no. So I I really don't think it was a morality thing. I think it was like, yeah, this is such a bad look for us. We can't do it. If the atomic <laughs> bomb, if if using a to- like nuclear weapons was ever a morality thing, then we never would have developed them or used them in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Like yes. it's not yes. a morality thing at all. Exactly. Otherwise we wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And and so like I would disagreed with that. And then I did think it was because I this is I don't know if this is an indictment on me or like the American education system, but I learned <laughs> about like Operation Paperclip from the X-Files. Right. Right. Somehow didn't pick up on his line about um, the accusations that the U.S. used germ warfare in Korea, mm-hmm. which is something I like learned more recently that like mm-hmm. I think this 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 is a problem with this like big long like monologue it's like it's boring like how am i supposed Mm -hmm. to absorb anything (laughs) like yeah yeah. (laughs) anyway i did think that was interesting and he also said like the the abductions he was like oh that's the military (laughs) they're just they're just doing that that's that's just just, what they do (laughs) they're just wilding out (laughs) yeah and his, you've seen only what they wanted you to see and it's just like oh yeah i mean i kind of just like zoned most of this out because yes. it's like this A isn't telling me anything new mm. and B is just like a rehashing of like Krichgau's other statements about how you've only been fed lies so like blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and I did like his um he's like oh like yeah we made the alien mm-hmm. and only like a pointed scientific exploration would have mm. disproved that and, and Mulder's like, Scully, Scully would have known. known. Yeah, I wonder who didn't call her. That's my favorite. <laughs> I know. That's like my, one of my favorite, that's by far my favorite moment in Redux part one is the Scully would have known. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Of course. You're, you're the one who didn't 
call her to do the autopsy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mulder. Exactly. And so Mulder goes into the Pentagon under storage. Krishgal gets arrested. I also wrote, what is it with syndicate men and horses? What? Because now we have the first elder at like a ga- horse gambling place. Is that what it's, it's called? It's just a racetrack. The first elder. Yes, oh, okay. I think so. Or elder or something. He has like a lot of names. Because I, I could only remember the manicured guy, the well-manicured guy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't remember mm-hmm. this guy's name. So I just wrote vaguely Italian-American guy. <laughs> In in my mind, he's just the mob one. The mob one, yeah. 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 (laughs) He's such a pip. He's like my second favorite syndicate guy, I think. Because Well Manicured Man is like number one, obviously. Right. And then First Elder, like the contempt he always has for Cigarette Smoking Man, like rules. Yeah, I'm saying he also (laughs) hates Cigarette Smoking Man, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He's like, Cigarettes McMahon's like, you know, why didn't you tell me I was surveilling Mulder? And he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he's like, I've always kept Mulder in check. Like, why why are you doing things about Mulder without my permission? He's like, my project. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, I haven't underestimated him. I think he's still alive. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're back to like the bad science of it all. Mm-hmm. We have Scully back at the ice core samples. And again, he like refuses to classify them as plant or animal and this... then says they go like through somatic development. He's like, so they're animal. Right. This fake pendril is like really annoying. <laughs> That's what I called him in my notes. It's fake pendril. <laughs> like he would, yeah. He's not a very good scientist and like pendril would never treat Scully this way. No, no. You were like, feel like shit, just want pendril back. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, they need to stop taking these people from me. I actually need them very badly if I leave. He was a very important support role in Scully's life. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Like, Mulder's off, like, doing whatever. Who knows what? Like, she needs Pendril. Like, who's her other one? Like, her mother? She doesn't want to disappoint. And then, like, her, her brother, yeah, who we will get yeah. to. <laughs> so, yeah. a chase scene of Mulder trying to evade some, like military personnel and he managed to pick the lock before they catch up to him bunch of alien corpses like okay sure like there's only reinforcing his idea that like it's all been a hoax which like okay sure <laughs> and again like this like scully has a voiceover as we're watching Mulder explore and then like mm-hmm. Mulder will have a voiceover as like just i had yeah. the thought <laughs> it's a whole while thing while they were doing that while i was listening to those voiceovers like what is the in-story pretext for those voiceovers is that just the way mm-hmm. they talk to themselves in their heads or are they dictating <laughs> that to Siri or like what's happening <laughs> right. yeah because usually they did it to what they like writing up reports exactly. and stuff and it's like mm-hmm. not even that yeah. right yeah. it's like I'm I'm not normally like a someone who hates voiceovers mm. or like even something like a flashback or whatever mm. but like in these episodes, it definitely feels like just show us, stop like yeah. telling us because honestly, I'm like zoning out more yes. at the voiceovers yeah. than I would be if I was just like watching it happen. Yes. And there are just so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's way too it gets much. to a point where you're just like, there has to be some production yeah. reason for yeah. all of this. And some budget cut somewhere. Like, it's just like, 
it's unreal. Like you mm-hmm. almost have not had them. It was easier just to like compile clips and just I don't know. But it's it was just not good. Yeah, <laughs> which is annoying because I feel like it's a resource that they have used well. I don't remember what episode mm-hmm. it was, but there's one where Sally says that line of um, uh, "I have the faith of your convictions." I think that's the same episode. Where Momento Mori, yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that where she's writing him like a letter, and so we hear it, mm-hmm. and it's a mm-hmm. really beautiful moment. Um, that's yeah. how you use yeah. it, um, right? But yeah, not like this. No, yeah, yeah, I fully agree. Momento Mori is like the cream of the crop of like voiceovers for the X Files, yeah. mm-hmm. and even in like, um, I feel like they used it in like Adasazi, the Blessing Way paperclip mm-hmm. as well pretty well but again like it wasn't like it was like a third of the episode was voiceovers you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) we we get to see scully do more science stuff and she runs a southern blot (laughs) and it was very cool because like i was so bad at lab when i was in (laughs) college and like i recognized a lot of the stuff that she was doing yeah it's like, oh, I've done that, but like more poorly yeah. than this. And I was just like, how does she remember this? <laughs> you have done it. Um, yeah, no, I think it's funny, though, that she asked, well, she asked fake Pendril first if he would run a Southern blot, which Southern blots compare like DNA to DNA, right? You're looking for a targeted DNA sequence. And he said, no, I can't do it before 7 p.m. And so Scully just says, fine, fuck you, I'll do it myself. <laughs> exactly. She is like dying of cancer. It's just like over sure. here, like doing like lab shit. Like, <laughs> She's unreal. like, fine. You yeah. can't do a southern blot in a few hours, then I will. <laughs> yeah, I recognize the uh, was it the electrophoresis. Mm-hmm. I remember that part and the yeah. um, the the strand mm-hmm. when she got the little DNA strand. Well, not the DNA strand, but like I don't know, yeah. whatever it was. It's been a while. But I felt in character that she would do that. <laughs> Um, I didn't like the yeah. voiceover, but <laughs> the scene itself felt in character. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she, that, this yeah. is, she's a, you know, she's a scientist. So she, of course, she would take matters into her own hands and, and do it. I, I also adore the line bra- "blazing hot probe." <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, what is that? How is that related to a southern blot at all? It Let's sounds it. dirty. <laughs> it sounds exactly. like the title of one of Mueller's sports. <laughs> god it really does <laughs> you're so right that's like one of his like alien porn <laughs> did it live up to your expectations i mean sure she she ran a southern <laughs> sure plot. It looked good <laughs> to me <laughs> it was the appropriate um test for what she was looking for that's like 90 percent of the points for me is like is this what you need to do to actually find out the information you're looking mm-hmm. for, and it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she sees Skinner lurking, so she goes to confront him, and she looks so incredibly hot. Like, they both do. Mm-hmm. But I love short hair Scully mm-hmm. so much. Same. Like, they're, like, in their golden era right now. <laughs> so Skinner and her have, like, a shouting match, and he's like, I know you're lying about Mulder, and she she goes off on him because she has, like, all this trauma about, like, being abducted. And she thinks he's responsible. And, and she's dying, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, this is all coming to her head. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's such a good, like, such a good scene mm-hmm. for Scully. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then Skinner's just like, is this your justification? And it's just like, 
no, like not Skinner, not Skinner. We can't have him be annoying too. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, how dare you say that to her? Yeah. Trust no man. It also feels very out of character for Skinner. Maybe that was mm-hmm. just me, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. I don't think Skinner would react like that. Like, he's always been really empathetic. Like, maybe Mulder, he's always had a shorter leash with, but. Right. He, he yeah, he is usually a lot nicer to Skull. Yeah. What did I write down? Oh, I wrote down that Skinner is jealous that like Scully committed perjury for Mulder, but not him. <laughs> he's a little bit of jealousy, and I think I think he's kind of lashing out because he's kind of confused about why she would do something like that so serious. He like doesn't yeah. understand yeah. why, it's and I think her. he's worried for her, mm. right? And I yeah. think he's worried for her, so I think that's why he kind of comes off like mm. a lot harsher than he normally would. And then that's she true. she like doubles down on her actions too, right? Whenever he's like shouldn't have done this so mm-hmm. i think that's a little bit of his his jealousy and his concern coming mm-hmm. through yeah he even calls the murder a cold-blooded murder which like mm-hmm. it wasn't <laughs> he was spying True. on him yeah. like there was some motivation <laughs> that made more sense than just like i'm gonna kill this guy just because right and we see the guy reach for a gun don't we the spy yes he grabs a shotgun yeah he was gonna shoot at whoever came through the door Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just a lot of voiceover, Scully doing the science, and while they're wandering around, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That is like most of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Mulder finds this card with Scully's information on it so he can find the cure for her cancer. But interrupting Mulder's plan is that cigarette smoking man gets a phone call uh telling him Mulder is at, at the Pentagon. And he's like, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm coming. Don't do anything, it's fine. and then he like shows up and he just like lets Mulder get through but he like makes him sweat it out first Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which I just found like it's so stupid but really funny yeah (laughs) and then the guy's like well I can catch him at the front door if you or the the main door if you want he's like no 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 it's fine he's he's good he's he's all good We do find out after the Southern blot that Skelly does have, there is a DNA match between the virus in the cell and her DNA. So that's not good. No. We are now Scully doing her testimony at the FBI. Again. Just copying scenes from Gethsemane. And yep. <laughs> just putting them in here. Brain turn off. <laughs> Except this time. Skitter walks in with the evidence of Mulder killing that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, my my other note about like how how much time jumping there is, it like it makes it feel so much longer between like Scully getting her diagnosis mm. of her me- her cancer metastasizing yeah. to like that coming into effect because we're backtracking so much, and it's like just confused like i it's not like i forgot but like i kind of forgot that it was pressing in that regard you know right is that supposed to just happen like her getting those that news yeah i think so like it's it's unclear in gethsemane Mm. like when she found out but she was like i hadn't told boulder recent information in gethsemane so yeah oh also uh another note about Mulder having getting bailed out by cigarette smoking man i was like this man is like I think he's like almost 36 and he's just getting, he's like a fail son, just constantly getting bailed out by his father, his absentee father. <laughs> he's probably newborn. 
he's never had a real job in his life. <laughs> exactly. If he didn't have high connections, he would have been fired from the FBI like decades ago. Yeah. Mulder the nepotism baby. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's such a nepo baby. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> again, just my notes are like, why are we still seeing this again? We're seeing the clip of like Scully telling them that Mulder died. Yeah, I didn't even take any notes during this. <laughs> but I also understand like this idea of like wanting to play like her saying Mulder died when we know that's tr- untrue and we know Skinner knows it's not true. So like I'm less pinched about that. But like it is just like another brick in the like, this is so many scenes we have already seen before. I wonder mm-hmm. if there were like, if, if they um, like started out with a different idea for the episode and then ended up uh, re-editing or re-arranging the scenes or something, because it just feels really strange. Like it doesn't. What, what's the mm-hmm. sense in that approach? Because so yeah, it just feels really pointless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It honestly is like so. I, I watched like Neon Genesis Evangelion, and then they have like movies. And so I was like, I finished the show and I was like, okay, like, which movie do I need to watch? And like, I was looking it up and there was like one where it's like, okay, this one just like rehashes the entire plot of like the show. And I'm like, okay, I already watched the show. I don't need that one. And they're like, this one does this. And like, so like, there's one that's just like rehashes mm-hmm. the show. One that is like an alternate cut of like mm-hmm. the ending. <laughs> it was just like, can I just like, can y'all just tell me which one has new material? No. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like the old, the old Gundam movies do that too, Shelby. I don't know if you've seen any of the mm-hmm. old Gundam movies, like the original ones. No. It's just like long episodes of the show, but with like less of the interpersonal parts, which is like the more interesting part of Gundam. And like, yeah, just like Amuro being annoying yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like he's a child soldier, so I guess like he has a right to be annoying. But like, yeah, same like, with Gundam Neon does Genesis Evangelion. Right. right, I've actually never seen Neon Genesis Evangelion. They're but... also child soldiers, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, like this, this is maybe just like remember proof that like the X Files is an anime, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like sure. recap episodes. <laughs> Why not? Strong argument so far, and she's like. She's te- she's tearing up because she told them Mulder died, mm. and then she's tearing up as like she's going to confront the person she thinks is responsible, i.e. Skinner. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I'm like almost sobbing. Like this is so good. Like this- Jillian is like acting her ass off. She is. She's like she never takes a day off. <laughs> <laughs> she always shows up ready always to play. play. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course she gets interrupted by a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. Dramatic. Skinner catches her before she falls. Yes, yes. Very, very dramatic. Again, going back to the Winfrey (laughs) spot that said this episode, the show wasn't melodramatic. And I was just like, you're not beating the allegations here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this is (laughs) so melodramatic, but I do love it. Oh, by the way, sorry, before we go to the next part, I forgot to say um, in the scene where Mulder sees the uh, alien corpses and then. If I'm not mistaken, he goes further and he sees like the women with the something is being implanted in them or whatever. And we get that flashing mm-hmm. light, which is like quite annoying to, to watch. But yeah. <laughs> I did think that that was one of the more stunning visuals in the episode mm-hmm. and something that I associate yeah. with the X-Files, one of the mm-hmm. images that I associate with the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wrote that in my notes. I must have skimmed over it, but I... 
I was like, this is bad for people's health to have like the strobe yeah. lights, but like right. it is really effective. I really like that scene. And I, think- I feel like it didn't quite overdo it. Like it was, there was enough pauses that it wasn't constant, mm-hmm. but right. a few points it was a little overbearing. I think it is also the more effective scene kind of driving home the like everything you've been told is a lie mm-hmm. too, because yes. it's like now you have all of these like pregnant women, right? Yeah. Like exactly like what happened to the Scully theoretically. Like, mm-hmm. and like he's now, you know, he's going through like the latter half mm. of what happens to these women with Scully. So like, I think that that is kind of the more like convincing and emotional mm. impact of like, oh, like everything you've been told is a lie. Mm. And like actually exactly. seeing the room full of pregnant women, it's like, okay, like, yeah, that's what he's seeing with his own eyes. Like, yeah. 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 That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I didn't totally hate like his exploration. Um scenes or anything mm. but they there was just a lot of them right <laughs> i also thought the scene where he's looking for well he's there are all there are all these filing cabinets and he's looking and looking and looking for like scully's um data or uh chris cow's son's data that mm-hmm. that scene was also very memorable visually like there's something about mm-hmm. the way that they shot those scenes in the dod uh that kind of feels like I don't know how to explain it. Um, it. It just feels like very alienating and like some kind of hell. Like he's going and seeing all these horrors and all these like mm-hmm. faceless people coming to get him mm-hmm. and everything is very uh, uncanny, I guess. So I, I, I enjoyed yeah. some of those visuals. I thought that they were effective in yeah. what they were trying to do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's like um, it's like conspiracy Calvinism. Like everything's <laughs> predetermined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you're you're you're, you're like there's this force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this force you cannot re- like fight, and you just have to accept just your like role. The, the enormity of I wow, just the scale of like so many filing cabinets and so much data and uh, so many women and mm-hmm. so many alien corpses, and it's like this idea of like something that is monstrous, but at the same time so banal, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. which is kind yeah, of like it's, yeah. it's what I, Nazism did isn't it it's like we're going to create yeah. this mm-hmm. killing machine but it's going to be the most efficient killing machine ever they have so much information on us that we can't even comprehend yeah. and right. yet like yeah. are still kind of scrambling like their conspiracy is easily you know rad- like unraveled by like just a disgruntled employee but like also not dis- yeah. unraveled if that makes yeah. sense mm-hmm like a very too big to fail vibe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mulder immediately takes the cure for her cancer to the lone gunman, of course. Mm-hmm. He's got to vet it. And they do something that I have still not quite pieced <laughs> together what they were trying to do. Because I, I, <laughs> I did text Laura about this. We had a whole conversation about this last night. Of course. Because like, it looks like, I think you were right that it kind of looks like it's supposed to be IR spec- spectroscopy. Troscopy. Right. It's like I, think I said that wrong. Yeah. It's like it's weird because it's like the chart that they get, like the result graph that they get looks like NMR peaks, but mm-hmm. it's like there's no way they just have like a v- highly sensitive NMR spectroscopy yes. machine. Like huge machine too. Huge. Like like it takes up a whole room. It's huge. Mm. Like yes. in their like basement apartment or whatever. Like there's no way, like, NMR is A, wildly expensive, and B, huge. Like, there's no way they have it. But, like, IR spectroscopy, infrared spectroscopy is, like, a lot more accessible. It's still, like, 
hella expensive, but like it's a much simpler machine. So it's like I feel like they would have done IR, but then the results that they get don't look like an IR graph. Like it's like they look kind of yeah, they just look different. It was like very weird. We were trying to figure out what they were doing, but NMR looks very distinct because mm-hmm. like they're like it's like just like little peaks. Like yep. it's not like a waveform. It's just like a big point. Right. I almost was like, oh my god, like buyers can recognize like I because I, I was has extensive OCHEM. <laughs> like I training. like I t- I I took OCHEM, but I I could not tell you like even when I was in the class, I was like, I no, I can't recognize these. I'm sorry, I, y'all are like actually insane for mm, recognizing. These. I hated doing the spectroscopy. I, me too. Analysis. It was awful. And right, awful. And like IR is a waveform graph because it literally is infrared waves that you're like hitting the sample with. So it's like mm-hmm. if they were doing IR, it would look more like a waveform whereas nmr is these peaks because it's like nuclear magnetic resonance yeah like, yeah ugh, it's so weird it's very sexy a virus to recognize it on on yeah. site yeah. Well that's, that's hot he's like oh that's just <laughs> di water I, I assumed that it was fake science but i just felt glad that Mulder had his voice with him that they were there for him they're such yeah. good friends they're right or, they just ride or die they yes. also care about Scully. Yeah. They want to they vet this cure <laughs> for her. Them. Yeah. Exactly. So then we have Redux Part 2. This aired November 9th, 1997. I can't imagine having to wait a week between these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and especially when you really learn, like, almost nothing. At least. <laughs> mm. We're getting into the most angsty part. The yes. most angsty yes. half. This is my bread and butter. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Break out the Kleenex. Mm-hmm. It was written by Chris Carter and directed by Kim Manners. And the plot is, Scully is sick, and Mulder's rushing to save her. But he gets offered a deal with Cigarette Smoking Man. Find out the truth and come work for him. Things are looking tired until the microchip saves her life, and CSM dies, quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mulder shows up to the hospital. Like, first of all, how did he find out? But also, I love this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yelling I, at all of the yes. employees, and none of the employees have any time for mm-hmm. him. Very hip. They don't realize like, how unhinged this man will become if they don't answer yeah. his questions. That was another moment where I felt spiritually connected to Laura, because I was like, he is being so obnoxious in this moment. <laughs> so annoying. That's not how you behave in a yes. hospital. But also, <laughs> these nurses are not obligated to put up with your bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to, like, co- code Armstrong him and haul him out of the hospital. Right, they, they, do have, they do have other things. It's like, <laughs> it's like those things whenever, like, people, like, this is, like, something that, like, service industry, which I will argue that medicine is a service industry, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people experience. Especially where, like, in America. Right, especially in America. But, like, people think that, like, they're the only ones that matter mm. and it's like no you're in a hospital yeah. there's like a lot yeah. of other priorities and like first off he's not the patient <laughs> so they mm-hmm. don't really care about him and he's not family so they really don't care about him also he's yelling and and also he's yelling and being rude and it's like uh, yeah they have other things to take care of and think of like of course they're not answering you like he's yelling at people who are on the phone talking to other people mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. like they're on the phone dude chill out Mm -hmm. 
Mulder gets saved by the fact that all the yelling attracts Skinner mm. and the posse of FBI agents mm-hmm. that are there. So they get to vouch for him and also like de-escalate the situation. I like that this doctor comes to talk to him first too because it's kind of that vibe where it's like you've been told that like, hey, when this person comes in, only the manager gets to speak <laughs> to them and like no one else does. And like that's, they have his MO and like that's him. And so this doctor is like talking to him first and not giving him really any information because like, A, he legally can't. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't just like give away patient information for nothing. And then also it attracts Skinner, who's like, oh, there's, yeah, he's there mine. he is. He's alive. He's, mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's with me. Sorry. <laughs> Skinner's like, oh, you, you're running, you're moving pretty good for a dead man. <laughs> and, and well, there's, I'm only half dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's half dead because Scully's sick. So true. Chris Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. That and the way that he just like bends over when he sees her. <laughs> He's oh, like, he's so miserable. Poor baby. Yeah. Oh, I'm like feeling ill and the episode is like barely yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> also Skinner not reading the room at all and that like he continues to like follow Mulder and harass him when like Mulder actually only has one need and it's like to be by Scully's side. And then Skinner's like, no, I'm not done with you. <laughs> Skinner's jealous. He's just very pissed off because both of his kids are misbehaving at the same time. Exactly. Also, Mulder and Skinner get into a fight. Mulder mm. will never win never. a fight against Skinner. No, it's physically no. impossible. Gets his Skinner. ass handed to him. Skinner is built. As well like. he should. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's jacked. You, would, yeah. you wouldn't say that, say that shit to him in the ICU. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, good thing Mulder's already in the ICU. <laughs> exactly. But, like, also, just let, let Mulder stay. Like, what the hell, Skinner? I know you're like saving his life or yeah, whatever, but no, I need this angst. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Shelby's like, my priorities are the angst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we have the credits, and Mulder gets dragged in front of Blevins, and they're just like, okay, we were investigating your death, and now we are investigating a murder. Do you have anything you would like to say about the murder? And he's like, no. <laughs> He's he's so right for that. He's like, yeah, actually, you shouldn't talk he's to them. He's extremely snarky this entire episode. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're also like, we want to know who, which one of y'all is covering for the other. And it's like, this is easy. It's Scully is covering for Mulder. Like always. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> Not rocket science. Nope. And and Skinner follows him out as he leaves. And of course, Skinner knows who is covering mm-hmm. for who. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to know why Scully lied for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Skinner does tell Mulder that he knows that he killed the guy because there were two gunshot wounds, actually. We have another uh, quick scene between the first elder and Cigarette Smoking Man. The first elder is watching a hearing on cloning, which is like very 90s to me. <laughs> what is that thing yeah. he's watching it on? I didn't understand what that was, that device. Oh, like the. Like a little TV well, thing. Like a I don't know. TV, I didn't was it? Get like a good a look. Little... I think so. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if it was like on the like ra- like uh I can't remember what it is. Oh, oh over the air um stations. I don't think C SPAN is one now, but maybe he was watching on like a network. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's very nineties. Or not yeah. even nineties, because I don't think we got rid of antennas until like 
2009 or something. Yeah, Antenna Television lasted a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it is still kind of funny because it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just, like, have it on yeah, his phone, like, propped up. He's not just watching a live stream. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's on, like, a, like, a YouTube live yeah. stream. <laughs> God. And Cigarette Smoking Man is just, like, so happy Mulder's alive. He's like, what, am I right or am I right? My son would not go out like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's alive dying mad about it <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the and the, the first elder is like i know you helped Mulder steal the cure for scully's cancer he's like yeah and i i got it under control <laughs> Ariana Grande i kind of press, what you know? about it? i kind of love cigarette smoking man in this scene it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's ecstatic mm-hmm. it's so funny yeah but also, I love how, like, after the elders, like, you could do it. He's just like, yeah, kill that man. I'm talking <laughs> <of> him. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> we then have the the scene that we were all waiting mm-hmm. for. Scully is awake, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and Mulder is visiting her finally. Mm-hmm. And he's so happy. Oh he's holding her hand. He gives her a cheek it's kiss. Crazy. It's crazy. It's just unreal. It's very tender. It's so much. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I feel like I won, you know? Like, they <laughs> haven't guessed what I've won. <laughs> I think this was the episode that broke my brain when I first watched mm, the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I, this is going to be canon, I'm winning. Just the entire interaction, <laughs> like, the fact that he's trying to be funny, and she's trying to be like, no, I can save mm-hmm. you, like, bitch, stop mm-hmm. breaking my heart. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes, yes. The and- hand kissing! <laughs> Yes, I I like <laughs> I wrote like Walter White voice. I am awake. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's like, okay, update me. What what happens is I've been passed out. He's like, oh, I don't care about that. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, let's talk about the yeah. Yankees. And it's just like, no, I don't want to talk about them either. <laughs> and she is so sure it's Skinner, and she tells him mm-hmm. as much. And Mulder is like, no, he isn't. And also, I did tell him a lot of information just now so i do hope he isn't the one right <laughs> but yeah when she's like tell them i killed the dod guy it's just like oh mm-hmm. my god my yeah. heart yeah Ugh. yeah i think it speaks to the the fact at least you know when it comes to the writing the show can be quite uneven but when it comes to their friendship mm-hmm. that's one aspect that is very mm-hmm. consistent throughout the show that they're so mm-hmm. ride or die for each other from the beginning right it's so consistent with her Mm -hmm. that even as she lays dying she would think i'm I'm going to help my best friend like i'm going Mm -hmm. to do whatever it takes exactly yeah and i think that this scene specifically is especially because she knows she's dying she's like well i'm dying anyway so i might as well help you on my way out yeah Mm -hmm. she even says yes you can well if i can save you let me let me at least give some meaning to what's happening just right. is so yeah. heartbreaking yeah she's really going through it i mean like she's having a hard time <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and it's it's just it's really good like i don't think it's too like cheap you know what i mean like i think sometimes mm. when like characters are near death it just feels yeah. like a shortcut but like i think this is really well earned i think this has been building the entire show and this is kind of the crescendo mm. of it and also like initially Chris Carter wanted he wanted to do, you know, five seasons and then the movie, which mm-hmm. is what he did. 
but then he wanted it to be a movie series going forward. Hmm. But it's just such a lucrative show. Right. Fox was like, no, you are going to continue to make seasons. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, like, as confusing as a lot of this mythology is, like, you can kind of buy that it is, like, some narrative leading up to something, i.e. the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when people give this, and people, I include myself, <laughs> give this <laughs> mythology a lot of shit, I am sort of like, well... He kind of got forced to, to like continuing mm. to make shows, like you know what I mean. Like he mm -hmm. he was trying right. to do something. It was just like it never ended for yeah. him, you know. Yeah. So this these episodes are mostly a mess, but the character stuff is yeah. killing it for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. And Mark Snow keeps playing this like type of music. I think it's for Scully. Maybe it's her theme when she's dying. But it's like so good, and it is like going to kill me. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like, why do you keep using this, sir? I'm I'm near death mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. <laughs> Good that the show gives Scully her agency in making right. in off making that offer because um I think it's reinforced by the conversation that Mulder has um, a moment later with uh Bill, where Bill is mm -hmm. very much emphasizing like whether she dies or not, like if she dies, um you're dragging her name through the mud by getting her involved in this shit mm -hmm. and that's like our family's name or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but so it's so it's not a choice that um that scully would make lightly you know to say right. yeah just say that it was me because she knows that then yeah her brother and her mother are gonna have to live with it right and yes yeah, Mulder's talking to her like the maggie and bill jr show up and <laughs> his mother's biggest supporter, Maggie, and his yeah. biggest enemy. In the same Bill room. Jr. <laughs> it's like I'm so <laughs> conflicted on Bill Jr. sometimes because I love how much he hates Mulder, mm. but also I hate it when he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's he's Mulder's finally found a scully he hasn't charm he can't right. charm right. Bill Jr. Right. Yeah. True. And also like Bill is right a lot of the times, but he's just right. like but he's also an asshole. Right. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> like he is right, which is kind of why I like him <laughs> at times. But then, like sometimes he's like a little too much of an asshole. Yeah, they finally meet, and Mulder's like, "Oh, I'm sorry about what's happened to your sister." And he's like, "Can you like not bother her about work?" <laughs> and it was like, "Well, you were just missing this conversation where he wasn't yeah. actually trying to bother her about work." But okay, go off. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it also hurts that he says let her die with dignity and it's like wow they're mm -hmm. just ready to bur bury her yeah um and Mulder's <laughs> like no mm -hmm. I like how Bill's just like automatic setting when it comes to Mulder is just like aggressive mm. it's, it's like you know what can you just like not do your whole thing <laughs> mm -hmm. love it and as as Mulder's leaving the hospital, he runs into Cigarette Tokyo Man and his very great line of Please tell me you're here with severe chest pain. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Mulder line of the episode. Incredible. Ten, like, Chris, ten. like Chris <laughs> Chris writing Redux Part One, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then two, he's like channeling some other beat. Yeah. Like he smoked a blunt or something. Just popping off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And C CSM's like, oh, you found a cure, right? And he's like, I didn't find anything. He's like, you should really take a second look. Let's go talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so kind it's of nice to finally have some like father-son bonding between CSM and Mulder, you know? I like, love this that. This is kind of nice. Yeah, CSM says, I'm here as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 
know, like whenever. He's so fifty too. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <ooh. laughs> he does go back to the lone gunman. Does find out it's a microchip. Also, Frohicky is dressed like he's the fifth member of ABBA. Here, he has like a fur <laughs> vest on. It's like kind of he unreal. Does, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, I don't buy that Frohicky would wear that. Why not? Maybe he's a gay <laughs> yeah, icon. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Krishgal gets questioned by the FBI. And we do find out his son died, and mm. it is really sad. He's kind of gets sidelined a lot of this episode, but I think John Finn does a really good job with what he's given, right. and I think it is like an interesting like I worked for them, and then my son got right. sick, and he couldn't save his son, but he was able to help Mulder save mm. Scully at least. Mm. Right. He does mention Roush, which Skinner notes, and it will help him out in the future. So we have. Maggie, Bill, Scully's doctor, and Scully and Mulder all around her bed, and they're fighting about this whole microchip thing that Mulder is like, okay, like, if you put this in the back of your neck, you'll be cured. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nuts thing to tell someone who is, who is like, dying of cancer. He's like, I right, hear me out. <laughs> I know you took out a microchip, but what if we put this microchip back? Yeah, if this microchip caused your cancer, it could cure your cancer. <laughs> this is sound logic in the X-Files world. Chris Carter was like, I have to find a way to back myself out of the, this corner of Scully dying <laughs> that I've solved. written myself into. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, a microchip got us here, exactly. it can get us out of here. <laughs> exactly. So Bill is like, this is science fiction, like this is bullshit, and he's yelling, and mm -hmm. Maggie's like, okay, Bill, like... Let's calm down. It's not your right. decision to make. Right. And and Scully decides to do it because, like, she is out of options. Yeah. Like, it is honestly harmless. She's like, I'm dying anyway, so might as well try. What is it <laughs> yeah. going to do? Kill her? She's already dying, so. Yeah, and her, like, I know everybody in here has their heart in the right place, but I'm going right. to do this. And when Bill, like, looks at Mulder and Mulder, like, refuses to make eye contact. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's like, he knows he won, but like, he's also like, I am not touching that. <laughs> I literally wrote down, LOL, Mulder avoiding con eye contact with Bill Jr. because he knows he hates him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, we have, we then like immediately have another confrontation mm. between them, which I mm -hmm. love, like just, just, you know, presidential alert, the boys are fighting. Yeah. Yep. And... Bill has like this '90s dad fit where like the clothes, are, he's like the biggest dress shirt he could find, <laughs> <laughs> and like khakis. <laughs> it's like unreal. Like I can't believe people dress like that. You know what, what I mean? Does right. he look like um, what's his name from The Americans? Stanley is it? The neighbor Stan? He yes, looks <laughs> yes. He looks. Yeah, he does kind of have Stan vibes in this. He he yeah. really does have Stan vibes. Oh, they yeah. both have like kind of like slightly bald yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Just, like, obsessed with all of the dialogue in this scene. So I don't want to rehash it all, but, like, Bill saying, like, she's your big defender, but I think the truth is she doesn't want to disappoint you. It's just, like, I'm going feral. Like, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like, Chris writing this and being like, this is platonic. Sure. That man is never seeing heaven. <laughs> like... It's it's so unhinged. I love it. Like I mean, like I do want to live in a world where like you can be that platonically obsessed with someone, right? But, right. Like, but also they're too hot and too horny yeah. to like, yeah. you know. But also, then I don't know, hire actors who don't have as much chemistry. 
And also, like, Mulder looks like the... I mean, he couldn't look more like a puppy dog if he tried. You know, he has, like, those big wet yeah. eyes. <laughs> and that look with the with the sleeve rolled up, it's, like, peak hotness. <laughs> yes, peak yes. sad boy hotness. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm, like, I'm like losing it. <laughs> and, sad, and it, sad boy. Just, like, looks so sad and miserable as he's being, like, <laughs> reamed by, like, Bill Jr. <laughs> And Mulder is, like, fine firing back until Bill is like, well, I've already lost one sister to your cause and I'm losing another. Right. And and Mulder's like, okay, you know what? He has a point. He's like, okay, based. <laughs> yeah. And Mulder even says before he got shut down was like, what? Because I'm not content to, like, sit and watch the tra family tragedy unfold. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I mean, I guess, but, like, what is Bill, like, logically, what is Bill Jr. supposed to do about his sister dying of cancer, right? right. Like, mm. Mulder has all these avenues because he's, like, in the shit and, right. like, he's been investigating this. But, like, Bill doesn't have any of that. Of course, all he's doing is just passively, like, trying to help mm. his sister as she's, like, facing death. Like, I mean, ultimately, like, minus the microchip miracle cure, right? Like, they're all powerless in this situation. Yeah. So, but, like, especially her family, like, you're right. Like, they're not in the shit like Mulder is. They don't have all these avenues and resources that he does that he can go and try to magically solve this, right? Which he does. But, like, of course his, her family feels the way they do. They, they're they utterly powerless. Yeah. He really can't mm -hmm. do anything. He can try. Like, Bill Jr. can try. But, like, really all he can do is, like, try to support his sister and his mother. Mm -hmm. I think it's mm -hmm. a very... Uh, like the emotional core of, of that conversation is very realistic. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you take away all of mm -hmm. the uh, alien stuff, if just two people right. really love the same person, one right. of them mm -hmm. refusing to accept that this person is very likely to die very soon. And the other one right. kind of trying mm -hmm. to make peace with it and being like, I'm not right. like, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to support my sister. And mom's right. like, no, there has to be, a way to save her. There has to be a way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And even like, I mean, as much as I like hate Bill Jr., he like everything he does makes perfect character sense. Absolutely. Of course yeah. he would hate Mulder. Yeah. He, of course he would blame yeah. Mulder for Melissa's yeah. death. Yeah. Even though like, I don't know, that's, that's a little stickier for me, but like right, I get why he would. Yeah. And, but like his like. Has it been worth it? You, I mean, have you found what you've been looking for? No. No. You know how that makes me feel? Yeah. He's like, you know what? The, you know how that makes me feel? Right. Like, it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's also like, sometimes I think that, like, Bill Jr. brought up Melissa to hurt Mulder, not necessarily because he truly believes that, like, ultimately Mulder's the yeah. one responsible, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like more to just, like, like hit it further home right yeah yeah all this like rage about something mm -hmm. he can't change like right. getting lashed yeah. out at Mulder yeah it, it like honestly in the same way Scully lashes out at Skinner mm -hmm. you know in the previous episode yeah because she she feels so powerless and, mm -hmm. and Bill does the same and David Duchovny is doing great work mm. in this scene. His like very soft, like yeah, little green aliens. Aww. It's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna start sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very good like chastised puppy. Yes, exactly. Very chastised puppy vibes. 
and Bill calling him a sorry son of a bitch, and then Mulder answering his phone, uh, one sorry son Iconic. of a bitch speaking. <laughs> it's so good. Amazing. <laughs> I, lo- I love my messy yeah. bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's Cigarette Smoking Man calling, and he's like, oh, how's Scully doing? And he's like, not great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he's like, oh, so I haven't earned your trust. Why don't you meet me at this diner at like the middle of the night? We'll see how this goes. He's at the diner and <laughs> Secret Smoking Man just manifesting some version uh, of Samantha. <laughs> like, uh, oh my, we had Samantha showed up. I'm happy to see her, honestly. Like, wh- get everybody in here. <laughs> I think at this point, Raina was like, wait, is that actually his sister? And I was just like, mm, who knows? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Maybe. Like, Mike, my, my best guess, and like, they, they honestly drop this. They never talk about this again. Of course. Which is, yeah, it's very like, okay, y'all really are just flying by the seat of your pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just assume it's a clone version that he like, you know, put certain memories in. Probably. And just, yeah. That's my best guess. But like. I thought she was an actress. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be, be beyond CSM to hire someone and be like, you know. Just train her to say things. Her entire uh, mm-hmm. shtick was so vague and like just vague enough to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, I remember. Believable. I, I, but... I only remember the men, but you know, don't ask me anything specific mm-hmm. about us or mom or I don't want to see anyone. Right. I don't really remember <laughs> much before. Yeah. It's the yeah. Adoption. Yeah. It's really? like, of course you You're don't. Calling for this? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and. Poor Mulder is just going oh. through it. Like his his wife mm. is dying, and then suddenly his like missing sister comes back, and then like doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And he he he's just doing great acting here, David Duchovny. And like, <laughs> yeah, he he's just like, we'll do it on your time. I just need a way to contact you. I don't want to lose you. And she's just like, I can't do this. Like this is too much. And it's like you could you could buy that. Like I mean. Whether it's actually Samantha is like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but like, you definitely get the whole like trauma yeah, that she's been yeah. through too. And mm-hmm. and she even says like, I have my own children. And she's like, oh my God, we have like mm. Uncle Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> Deprived of Uncle Mulder. Right, yeah. I just, I love that like whenever she calls cigarette smoking man her father, Mulder has like this... <laughs> amazing look yes. on his face and he's just like what the <laughs> as if he didn't already suspect I was about to say, he was like, like his, his didn't his you already daughter. kind yeah. of know this yeah didn't you just yell at your mom about this a few episodes mm-hmm. ago exactly so we have a kind of short scene of scully getting tested and asking her doctor if he he's ever seen a miracle mm-hmm. i did like it it was a very mm-hmm. vulnerable scully mm-hmm. i like that um, she didn't remember the name of the the radioactive sugar that you inject for a pet scan <laughs> and she's like oh yeah, yeah. it's like she's <laughs> yeah, she's chemo, tired chemo brain. yeah, mm-hmm. chemo yeah. Brain. <laughs> oh the whole time we there were like a few scenes of someone setting up a sniper yeah that was very very slow and, um, like we get it someone's yeah, going sure. to yeah, kill I, <laughs> But uh, Mulder and Cigarette Smoking Man meet. And Mulder's like, okay, you keep giving me these things. You give me the cure for Scully's cancer, allegedly. You show me my sister. What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. 
And he's like, I want you to come work for me. I'm going to tell you the entire truth. And I think you should work for me. We should have a father-son uh, right. conspiracy business. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Mulder's like, no, no. And he's like, you ha- you've given me nothing. What have you, you uh, the claim of Scully's can't cure and, and a, yeah. a alleged mm. sister? Like, what Dangling the hell? You haven't given me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his like, if Scully dies, mm-hmm. I will kill you. And it's just like, oh my God, so true. Yeah, I was hearing <laughs> yeah. for him. I did like that part. I was like, so true, I was bestie. Like, Go off me. <laughs> Finally, you're seeing the light. <laughs> Yeah, I think he even said, like, I will put you down, like, in the coldest voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Cigarette Smoking Man's, uh, well, you're certainly capable, or so I've been told. I just love when he gets to be sassy <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so funny to me. Like, he's just so bitchy sometimes. It's like, yeah, I wonder where Mulder got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Cigarette Smoking Man is, like, totally unfazed by, like, a threat of patricide, right? He's like, <laughs> 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 better men than you have tried to kill me and failed so oh, right. <laughs> i do like how like they are both kind of losers like cigarette smoky man is like kind of the loser of the syndicate and Mulder's is yes. kind of just a loser too yeah. like you're like yeah oh, it's genetic that's definitely <laughs> genetic right there <laughs> i see it and we get a very heartbreaking scene of scully with her mom and she she calls her mom because mm-hmm. she's she's losing her faith. She's dying, and she's like, you know, like what what do I wear this necklace for? Like, mm-hmm. I have lost my faith. And she's like, No, you haven't. She's like, No, I have. I, I really have. And it's just that the Catholic Jill yeah. jumps out. Mm-hmm. This, this bitch can't really be more did. Catholic if she tried. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really good Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. Very scene. Yeah. Very sad. And then she tells her mom she's not getting better. There was no improvement in the PET scan. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad. Poor, poor Maggie. She's gone through so much. Yeah. I like that Maggie just like comforts Scully though. Like with that, rep- like whenever she tells her, she doesn't try to be like, oh no, like it'll get yeah. better. It's just like, an it's just an acceptance. And like, I really, mm-hmm. yeah. I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then we have the iconic bedside crying scene. <laughs> it's it's so like, man, Dave Duchovny did not put his mm. all into it, but you know, <laughs> I'm it's letting it slide. It's so funny. Yeah. Like I can't believe that they thought that that wouldn't be funny. Yeah, like it was just like they couldn't get a better cut. I guess that's that's the take they went with. Like what? <laughs> I just think that David Duchovny is not a great crying mm. actor, especially and like... And they keep asking him to do it. <laughs> Jillian is yeah. like such yeah. a good crying actor. It just is like, yeah, he just, when he cries, I just kind of want to laugh mm. at him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm giving him a pass because I do love the scene a lot. And I'm, right. I'm, I'm suspending mm. my disbelief in like his, his whole like anguished face that just looks... So silly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's in character because I do believe he would do that. It's just like redact the visual, right. and then you just imagine it. Just yeah. put your face into the sheets yeah. or something. <laughs> Mulder is then called into Blevin's office in the morning, and Blevin is like, "You're gonna accuse Skinner, right? He's the mole, right? Don't you think so?" And he's like, "Hmm." Interesting. 
finally two, two brain cells connect and he's like oh i get it <laughs> yeah. yeah you're laying it on a little too thick blevins you're really blowing your cover he goes back to scully and he tells her last night i was lost i, I showed up i didn't wake you so i just want you to know i was staring at mm-hmm. you while you we were sleeping i don't know how i would react to that i guess it depends on who but right. like i'd be like huh <laughs> weird <laughs> You're having a whole emotional journey. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. in REM sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, I was lost. I left here, determined to take the deal. And she's like, deal with who? And he's like, not important. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm not doing I mean, it. Don't worry so about it. Doesn't it. <laughs> not relevant. <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> and he's like, but then Blevins wanted me to blame Skinner. So I'm not taking the deal now. And she's like, okay. Well, why did you need me? And he's like, well, I knew you'd convince me if I was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Like now or earlier? Because she was asleep, <laughs> so she couldn't convince you anything. And now she's just like getting this information and you've already made your decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what that it means. It doesn't make sense, yeah, when you put it like that. <laughs> but I understood it as like, if I was going to take the deal... I would have come here to tell you about it and you would have helped me out of it. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rudely interrupted by a, a Catholic priest. Yeah. And, but <laughs> I love how, like, the priest walks in and then, like, they're, like, hand-holding, oh, cheek-kissing. Being very dramatic and very... I love them. <laughs> in front of the eyes of the Lord. Really? <laughs> in front it. of my salad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be in my prayers. Like, ugh. Stop. Yes. Say say a few hail hail molders for me. Yeah, she can't let go of his hand. (laughs) Oh my god! Yes, (laughs) I was. I'm like literally feasting. (laughs) I like Chris has just offered me up like a cornucopia of angst (laughs) and MSR vibes, and I am just gorging myself. Mulder goes to his hearing, and blah blah blah. He's also kind of recapping what happened in the past yeah. four years. Yeah, stop fucking like shorter. The X-Files <laughs> in an episode of the X-Files. There it is. Like, this is very Aaron Sorkin-esque <laughs> of like him just be like, I yeah. will name that man. <laughs> I can't answer the question. I will name this man. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, whatever. I like kind of like it, but like it is kind of corny. It was really corny. Mm-hmm. And then finally after his like dramatic screaming, he's like, Blevins is the mole. <laughs> 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 I loved your reenactment, Shelby. Blevins <laughs> the mole. Exactly. And then we, we have like CSM staring at the yeah. picture and getting yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. And then we have Blevins like, I love his like running into the door and like <laughs> putting his back against the door. Just like this very comedic like, oh no, I really fucked so up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy who has been lurking, except the phone, it just domes Blevins too. <laughs> So we're just watching these men get shot and shot. It's like, oh my god, finally. <laughs> yeah. So finally something that's not recapping. <laughs> right. It happens exactly. in 10 seconds, but yeah. <laughs> they die, but Scully lives. Skinner comes to tell Mulder that CSM is dead, and he had a picture of him and Samantha as he died. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Very, very normal. That man dares to like pretend (laughs) that he loves his children when he spent the last 30 years (laughs) like manipulating Manipulating them every way is horrendous. Yes. Yeah. Skinner says something like, There was no body found. And Mulder, I think, like actually rolls his eyes and (laughs) is like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know how this will go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but he's Mulder is like ecstatic that Scully's alive, and I wrote like can't kill his vibe, and then his vibe <laughs> immediately gets killed because he starts crying because mm. he's not gonna be able to contact his sister because Cigarette Smoky Man is allegedly mm. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he did like lose another father once again. <laughs> right, allegedly. Yeah, I thought allegedly. it was more like crying from relief that Sully was alive. What was not maybe. going to die? Um, maybe it's just all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. her cancer went into remission quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just give me like forty-eight ish hours. <laughs> so now we have our segments, and we start with. Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder! Mulder! The Mulder rating. He was... He had his rough moments, but I'm writing them all off. <laughs> okay. I'm giving him a three. He's a very sweet boy. He's really going through it, and he's actually doing a great job if you think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Laura. Yeah, I'm giving him a seven because, like, he was okay. pretty annoying at points. But, like, like originally he was higher, but I think that, like, a lot of the, like, Scully, like, bedside stuff, like, really kind of, like, and, like, him just kind of, like, letting Bill Jr., like, lay into him, like, was, like, made him, like, go down a little mm. bit for me. Because I mm-hmm. do think that, like, those moments were um really great. So he's, like, a seven for me in this episode. Or these two okay. episodes together. Yeah. Uh, so... Originally, I was going to give him quite a low score. And then when I got to the scene in the hospital, when he barges into the hospital, which I'd forgotten <laughs> about, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's just really <laughs> obnoxious. So, so, you know, I balanced it mm-hmm. out because he is really going through it. And I gave him a six out right. of ten. Okay. Fair enough. Next we have... So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. Our sassiest Scully moment. Laura. So I'm actually I am giving it to Scully. Um she wasn't very sassy during this episode. I mean she's dying, so there's that. Um mm-hmm. but I do like how one of her fake pendrels like, yeah, I can't do a very basic southern blot for you before seven PM and she was like, Fuck it, fine, I'll just do it mm-hmm. myself. That was very sassy of her and I yes. appreciated that. My um my backup sassiest moment actually was like Mulder's face whenever Samantha called a cigarette <laughs> and her father. Yeah. Because that was pretty funny. But yeah. But yeah, I'll give it to her just doing that Southern blot by herself. She was like, fine. <laughs> Rosia. Yeah, I didn't think she was very sassy this episode. I thought that uh, Mulder did all the sassiness this episode. He was so mm-hmm. snarky he, the whole He really time. did. But um, yeah. <laughs> we do have that scene where uh, he talks back to Skinner after he's like confronting her about the perjury. So I think that's. The sassiest mm-hmm. she gets. Mm-hmm. Mine is not going to Scully because she wasn't sassy. Right. And my, okay, I had like two. I think my first choice is the cigarette smoking man. It's like, well, you're certainly capable, mm. or so I've been told. Because that is <laughs> yeah. just very funny. Yeah. But then my other one is for Mulder say, I, uh, I will put you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or even his, like, please tell me you're in here that for was, severe chest pain. Not- <laughs> that was <laughs> really funny. Really that's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. You've got mail. Then our 90th moment. Uh, Rocio. Uh, well, I, I picked the, um, what's it called? The uh, first elder watching that little television or whatever it is. Because I was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. don't 
I, I don't even know what that is. So uh, it's definitely not something <laughs> that you use now. But my backup was all the ugly crying that happened in the episode because I feel like actors don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or not as often. True. Mm-hmm. Laura. Yeah, my 90s moment is the fact that Mulder breaks into the Pentagon. <laughs> um, that's just something that doesn't happen anymore. Um, yeah. Just, like, the complete lacks of security. Um, yeah, just 9-11 really changed that. Um, <laughs> I love how the keypads had, like, the card readers had a keypad, so you would assume they had a code they had to enter, too. Right. But no. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, he just, like, walks into the Pentagon like it's... Nobody just deal. whoever has this card can get in. Nothing. No, yeah. no images being checked or anything. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the nineties for me. It's like, oh, that's that is yeah. That can only happen pre nine eleven. Mine is the green ass film for the surveillance <laughs> footage. Like, what was that? <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Like, like what yeah. is? <laughs> And that was also the moment when, uh, but this happens in like almost every episode when Scully walks into her house and immediately listens to the answering machine messages. Answering machine, yeah. It throws me back to my parents' lives. So it's like, yeah, very 90s. Yes, yes, exactly. That was the episodes. And I think we covered most of why we watched them. Like, they're kind Mm -hmm. of messy Mm -hmm. mythology, but like, there's a lot of really good stuff. And we did wrap up the cancer, finally. Yeah. Have to so cure her cancer that's somehow. <laughs> exactly. So I, I mean, like, I complained a lot about these episodes, and I do stand by my complaints, but I do like them. I would say sometimes they irritate me more than usual, you know. But I remember when I first watched them, I really loved them. Ever since, I'm like, mm. I feel like I would prefer like a like fast forward like ten minute summary of Redux Part One. And then watch, like, all of Redux Part 2 is how I feel. Yes. Because, like, one was just, like, so boring and mm-hmm. such a slog that, like, it honestly, like, I was, like, so unfocused during it that it actually kind of made it hard to, like, focus more for Part 2 where, like, we actually get more information. So, like, mm-hmm. a summary of Part 1, because that's what Part 1 is anyway. And then yeah. into Part 2. <laughs> and I it would think it would be great if it was, like, one and a half episode instead of two. Yeah. I wonder, I feel like if this ep- these episodes were made today, they would be totally different. Like, right. they would be a lot more focused because, like, you wouldn't feel that uh, obligation to catch people mm. up on stuff. Right, because it's like, streaming. So. I'm very, yeah, I'm very torn because, like, part of me is, like, gets irritated when writers don't trust their audience. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I do see people question, like, when did this happen? I was like, it literally was on screen. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes right. I get so frustrated. Like, people will be like, oh what's happening it's like can you just trust that they're telling a story and they will get to it you know what i mean like i feel like this was really bad with the americans Mm because i watched weekly Mm -hmm. and they'd be like what's going on with this and it's like just sit and find out you know what i mean yeah especially like with the like slower seasons too of the americans people would be like oh what's going on it's like i mean obviously Mm -hmm. something will happen guys and also like stuff is happening it's just not what you want to have you just want yeah. exciting spy stuff and this is like not that this is philip being depressed yeah. okay but uh yeah do you have any thoughts about the episodes yeah um so i i basically agree with you both um i think the execution was really messy 
but the characterization and the character studies stuff felt really consistent and I really love how the episode is so thematically connected to uh, it, it sits so comfortably within the themes of the show because as much as we hate the believe the, the lie tagline mm-hmm. um, there's that moment in uh, Relic Part 2 when, when Mulder is telling Sully uh, to live the lie you have to believe it right and I feel like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. thing that makes them so lonely as people as characters and the thing that makes them stand out from everybody else is the fact that they refuse to believe the lie they are constantly seeking the truth mm-hmm. uh, you know Mulder out of this personal trauma and uh, Scully you know not just to honor Mulder's loss but also it's her own um, you know she has her own reasons for questioning authority questioning her own past being a Catholic she has that kind of seed mm-hmm. of doubt doubting things she's a scientist so obviously she wants um, to see to find the truth about things uh, so I think that's really the thing that sets them apart is, uh, or one of the things that sets them apart is that um, that they refuse to believe the lies and they have that in common. So, again, the execution was not the best, but um, it all felt, the actions that they took felt natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, this this definitely feels like it could have been a better episode in different yeah. hands. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, the pieces are there, they're just, you know, Right. It is what it is for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons, which are honestly unclear to me of why they structured yeah, this so this strange. way. <laughs> right. It is very strange. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on. This was a yeah. blast. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's such a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have you back on. Yeah. Absolutely. Dream come true. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, l- I love connecting with my fans. <laughs> do, I, do a clean way. <laughs> exactly. So if you would like to follow us on Twitter, we're Condensed Truth on Twitter. If you would like to email us, we're CondensedTruthPod at gmail.com. Next time, we are talking about Season 5, Episode 3, Unusual Suspects. So it, it's going to be really, I think it's going to be a fun episode. It's pretty funny. Cool. Is it based off of, like, roughly based off of the plot of The Usual Suspects? I don't think so. No. I haven't seen that movie, but... I just found out what that movie was about, and I found out what that movie <laughs> was about from Dairy Girls, so... <laughs> anyway. No, but, but it is a uh, Lone Gunman-centric episode. Mm, Love so. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they, were, <laughs> they were like, okay, we don't have Mulder and Scully, so... <laughs> who who are we gonna make an episode about yeah (laughs) love it i'm excited thank you again for coming on rocio this is a ton of fun and thank you we will see y'all next week yeah Bye. bye bye